Well, let me ask you this, Fred. What do you think adds to the urgency? Is it us, like as businesses, have we created the urgency to just like sell, 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 like Gatling guns, like selling, 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 selling? Yeah, I, I think that as an industry, you know, we're numbers. You know, we don't look at people in a sense. You know, I think I think working by the numbers, you know, managing by numbers. I've heard all these things. I think that there's great parts of that, and it really because numbers don't lie. You know, we all know that and we've heard that term and it's true. I'm a big mathematician. I love math and I know how exact math is and how that and then how it correlates with so much in the world. But um, but it's at the same time, it, there's a human factor in there. There's a, um, you, you know, it's just like when you have a salesperson who's not doing well. A lot of times you might call that laziness, but sometimes it's actually most of the time it's something going on in their life. You know, there maybe their spouse is sick or, or they, their, their kids are not doing good at school and they're having to discipline them and they don't like disciplining and they feel bad and they don't know what to do. Or maybe their parent just passed away or their grandparent did, you know, there's so many factors, but that's why I think numbers is a good thing to look at. Cause you can kind of find that if you really look into it, that's why I love numbers. You know, you see somebody that normally does this many cars, all of a sudden he's dipped to here. You're like, hold on, you want to catch it quick. Hey man, you're having a bad week. What's going on? You need to speak. Do you need time off? What's going on is, you know, that's, that's kind of, where it's different. You have to figure that out. You can't just go by numbers and say, oh, he doesn't deserve to work here. No, man, there's, here are people. They're people. And as leaders, we have to do that with our people so that they do it with their people, right? right. It's, it's the same thing. We have to lead and show them how to lead. And when you start to have a culture that involves that type of situation where you can freely speak to people and really learn them and understand them and really grow with them and, and watch them grow and feel great about their accomplishments and feel sad when bad things happen with them and, and feel the joy of when their kid gets their first goal too. And Mm -hmm. they, you know, just like I heard somebody and it was really cool. They said, uh, I know I'm probably going a little bit off subject, but they said that the, uh, their salespeople, you know, we all cut their tie the first time they sell a car. I don't remember who said this, Uh, maybe been you, but they said they cut their tie the first time they sell a car. They, they do all these things, they celebrate it, but then the second car, no one talks about it. The third car, no one talks about it. Right. It is, but why not celebrate every single one? How great of a culture would that be? Mm. What's so funny is that I heard that. And when I heard that, I heard that. And I went back to my store, you know, that's what I love about life. You find inspiration in all kinds of different places. It could right. be today in my clubhouse room, somebody said, oh, I looked at somebody's profile, read a Maya Angelou quote. He's like, man, it inspired me. And I was like, man, that's amazing how you can find inspiration in the weirdest places. Right. Right. And, but it makes you smile having a bad day, but that, that inspired me. I went back and now, man, I, every time I'm involved and I'm there and I can say something, I, I cheer them on, high five them, slap them on the back, whatever it is. I want them to know how much I appreciate and how exciting it is. You know, oh, it's just a mini. Who cares, bro? You just help somebody. You just help somebody change their life. You're, they're getting ready to leave here in a car. Look how happy they are. Yeah. Imagine how much more that, brother, you keep them good. You follow up with these people. These are the type of people that will come back and buy multiple vehicles. They'll send all their friends to you, but they have to remember you, not mm. just the experience. The experience they're going to remember, but they have to remember you too. So make sure you stay in front of them. Make sure you love on them, you know, show them love on social media, show them love on their birthdays, show them love on their anniversary, you know, carversary days when they bought the car, yeah. all those types of things that we need to do. And man, honestly, I just kind of rambled on. I do apologize about that, but you get what I'm saying here, right? Yeah. I get deep, I get deep into that. And I, it's, it's just, it starts from the top and you have to, it breaks it down and it can get so much, but it's really simple. I think all of everything that we want to do in sales and all of everything we want to do on this planet, just do the right thing and be 
a human being to each other. Yeah. You know, we, we hear the verse and we've heard this um, scripture and we've heard this before is that, you know, do unto others as you would do unto yourself, do, right. you know, treat your neighbors like you would treat yourself, right. yourself, not how you want to treat your neighbors, right. but how you would want them to treat you and how you would treat yourself, your family, yourself is your family, the people you truly care, love your blood, how you treat them is how you treat somebody that you don't even know how you treat anybody. You just treat everyone the same with love and compassion and all these things. And when you do that and you're really there to help them and help somebody accomplish something that they're so scared to do that coming to a dealership takes a lot of energy for somebody. Mm -hmm. It really does, man. Mm -hmm. I don't blame them, man. I used to bang them up for a long time, man. I did it for like a long time. I was a, I was a hammer. I would make people do stuff that I knew that was not right. Right. But I would, but you know, it's sad that I did that. And I'm not smiling because I think it's funny that I did that. I'm smiling because I've come so far. Right. Smiling because I'm so excited because if I can, if I could change after the way I was, I know the whole business can change. It just takes a little bit at a time. And the more people like us talking about it and trying to do what we do and encourage people and show people, Hey, I can have a good time, smile, be different. I can have tattoos on my arms. It doesn't matter. I just got to be the best version of myself. Give myself the preferred experience that I want. Right. And, and it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I think that that's why when you talked about it before we got this, you talked about the preferred experience. I know I'm still rambling. I'm sorry, but you talked about the preferred experience in your life that you're just, you live for the preferred experience. Yeah. I didn't realize I was doing the same thing and, but not always, but since I've been doing that, my life has become my experience that I want. It's more fulfilling. I get in it. What's crazy is that it touches a lot of other people. When you do that, folks, you want to be fulfilled, live your life and people will, just they, they're going to first be like, Oh, what are you doing, man? Why are you doing this? What's your end game? I, I hate that saying, what's yeah. your end game? <laughs> My end game is that like I'm going it. to die. <laughs> Thank you. I have, I, I don't like, know. I what don't I, have an end game. I hope I want to live here as long as possible. So I hope that's not anytime soon. Yeah. But my whole plan is just to be better than I was yesterday. Yeah. Find a yeah. way to be a better human, try to be as close to Christ as I can be. And if I can do that every single day and try to be as Christ-like as possible, I know that I have, I can be, much more than I could ever imagine because it, this world gives us opportunity. God has given us opportunity to be everything we've ever wanted to be. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it, it, we restrict ourselves to our own minds. We believe we're a product of our environments. Yeah. We may be slight products of our environment, but that's because of our mind. Once again, we grew up in that your environment was only for, if you're, if you say, Oh, my parents were 18 years was all you had with them. What do you, and if I'm 42, so that's, that's 24 more years that I got to have a whole other lifetime to get a different experience, become a product of something else. Right. And that's my preferred experience. The one I want, you know, and, and that's something that I've didn't realize. I mean, honestly, like that's kind of stuff hit my head when you were talking about earlier. It's like, man, I've, I never, I, when I lived other people's, when they were pushing me, yep. I was living that I was happy. I was somewhat, you know, I was doing things and, but, but, but once I started pulling myself changed up, man. It changed it all up. And I, and, and I think it's the same thing in this business. We have to be that way as salespeople because individuals want their preferred experience, figure out what their preferred experience is, ask questions, give them the preferred experience as close as you want. Yeah, we have our processes, but you can, you can tailor it to that. You know, I used to tell my guys, there's 10 steps to row to sale, but you don't have to do every 10 step by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. Right. So right. some of those you're going to kind of do in order, but you just have to make sure you do all those. Cause if you didn't, you didn't really do your job. And one of my favorite parts about 
one of my favorite parts in the 10 steps of the road to sell isn't the delivery. I love delivery though. Don't get me wrong, but it's build rapport. And, and the reason why I love that is because that's what I always did really well. It's because I ask a lot of questions. I, I get to know them. By the time they leave, I know how many kids they have, how long they've been doing it, what kind of job they want, what's their favorite color and vehicles, mm-hmm. interiors, why they're in here, why I don't like their last vehicle, what's, what was the things I hated about that one? You know, it's so many questions I asked and I gave them, but I gave them the opportunity to tell me and then let them talk. You know, I ask questions and let them talk more than I talked, yeah. you know, and, and that's kind of what, what you have to do. You have to become that type of person. Um, if, and it's not become, you have to be that person. And I think it's all inside everybody. You just have to understand, you have to be, I don't know, empathetic a little bit. And I think some of us lose a little bit of empathy um, in life because we think it's all about us, 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 us. And it's 100% not about us. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally nothing is about us. 100%. This world is huge. We're just a flick in That's time it. and space. But, you know, we, it, we, it, being a, it's just being the best version of yourself and giving to others, it, it, it does so much, man. I'm Michael Cirillo, and you've been listening to the Dealer Playbook Podcast. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. Leave a rating or review and share it with a colleague. Thanks for listening.